0: Yeah, so this is a little move away from the what has become the norm. It's not two and a mic, but just me and the mic on this occasion. So um yeah, my apologies. You're going to have to get used to the the monotony of my voice, but I'll keep it shorter than normal. Um in in the course of my training sessions with students whether that's uh, language training or some other kind of funky or spontaneous training based upon an idea that has taken my fancy Um, i've always suggested that people should be reflective we should uh, look upon the efforts that we have uh, undertaken to either achieve or implement some specific task and thereafter, we should evaluate and then reevaluate and uh, see where we stand, see where we could have improved things, make notes, um, if possible, archive those notes, compile some kind of a document which tells us what we have learned um, and tells others how we have reached those decisions. Essentially, some kind of uh, a conclusive document which uh, can be used um, at the end of any kind of project to essentially advise successors or other people who undertake similar tasks um, of the, uh, the fruitfulness of certain activities um, and at the same time the potential pitfalls of either those same activities or others so now that I've done a few of these podcast episodes with some fantastic people um, and I've got a number of uh, equally fantastic people to you know planned with whom I I intend to have some um, extremely fascinating conversations I, I thought I'd have a look at what i had done and whether or not it was working and also listening to some of the opinions that people had um there are there are only 5 up at the moment that are up so um yeah this is perhaps a, a premature evaluation but it's, it's 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 nice to put some some thoughts out there um and perhaps uh, if anybody listens to this then you yeah, know they could contact me and yeah, let me know what they think about this it's often said it's important to move forward it's it's part of a process of feeling that you are either uh, doing something that you have managed to overcome something that you are in some way dealing with something whether or not that reflects success that's completely irrelevant at this point so for me it's not a question of success or achieving success it's a question of having an idea having developed the idea and now pursuing the task of implementing the idea and um the, the idea from the outset was to to say something to communicate something um to to share with people either my thoughts or indeed the thoughts of others um, or the experiences of others um, which I felt would be of service or benefit um, which would in some way assist uh, the understanding the development of understanding uh, the development of awareness of others uh, when certain situations are seen through the perspectives of other people, and that's essentially one of the, uh, the main points behind why uh, I wanted to undertake this. At the same time, another reason um, is on the basis of what I do, the way in which I do it, the people with whom uh, I have the opportunity of doing my, my training sessions, my mainly language training sessions, but it, it's never really limited to, to grammar, it's always uh, applied english with focus on uh, you know situations which are uh, developing at the time uh, either directly which reflect people's work or perhaps the society in which these uh, job tasks uh, are carried out and so therefore it's there is always some practical assessment of where we are uh, a discussion of what is happening in society, how society is dealing with an issue, what are the main problems of the day, Um, are these problems things which affect only us or limited numbers of people, are they universally applicable issues, are there solutions to these issues which are also universally applicable or indeed do we have to structure specific solutions for specific problems and in, in engaging with Um, different types of people with completely different job descriptions, who operate in completely different environments and um, with different skill sets and uh, experience levels. It really does come to the fore how similar uh, so many of, of the problems that we face are. I found that dialogue is a fantastic means uh, of uh, rectifying situations, um, of coming to agreement, of developing understanding, uh, increasing awareness, as I've you know, hinted at before. But it's only possible when people actually listen. And far, far too often, we don't use our ears enough. Um, And I remember I was at the the Leipzig Book Fair in 2019 and there was uh, a female author uh, and she was talking about the need, especially nowadays, for empathy, that we really need to be able to focus on how other people feel, to be able to perceive almost automatically how and why they will feel uh, in a certain way. Um, And uh, she suggested that the best way to achieve this, actually, to train ourselves in becoming more empathetic, uh, was to read. Because uh, by reading, we are naturally putting ourselves into the situation the author wants us to be, so that we can appreciate the development of this story whatever the story may be, of course. And, and it was the first time that I had considered this perspective, and I thought it was phenomenal, and it's something which has stuck with me. Um, and in, in developing my listening, shall we say, by listening to podcasts and audiobooks, uh, I have attempted to do exactly that which uh, this lady so um, wisely suggested. Uh, And I think these podcasts also give me especially uh, an opportunity to exercise my listening capabilities, uh, but also those others of you who do not partake uh, specifically in the podcast, uh, but who listen to the result of those dialogues. And I hope you continue to enjoy them, of course. But I did have quite a few things that I wanted to get off my chest when I began uh, these podcasts and I didn't however want to focus on the things that I wanted to get off my chest. I I spoke with people um, as I have suggested in the the description of the podcast who I've met along the way uh, on the path of my life which has uh, allowed me to venture from there to here and I have frequently uh, crossed paths with extremely interesting people. And, you know, I wanted to see if those things which were difficult for me to accept were also issues for them. And and, and then, of course, to, to see how they assessed perhaps the same issues, um, how they dealt with them, how they thought they may affect others. Uh, and so, you know... Taking the uh, the somewhat perhaps simpler subject matter of current affairs, putting them into specific ideological context, perhaps through ideological analyses, um, we were perhaps able to come out and and come up with a a statement or a, a thought process, which other people would find interesting and which would perhaps be of some kind of benefit. Um, I wanted people to tell their stories. I wanted to hear their experiences and grow with them. Uh, I wanted to learn and then develop. Um, In the course of my work with lots of these uh, students, I should call them, Um, I have learnt so much. Uh, I have learnt a lot from every single person uh, with whom I have interacted. Teaching for me is not a one-way street. It's definitely a process uh, in which I understand from them, from the student, what the student needs. I then delve into whatever knowledge I may have in that area and then try to impart that knowledge. But it's not only this. You know, a student is a person with any number of complex um, requirements, uh, developed experiences, awareness, knowledge that I want to learn about too. It's, you know, I don't only exist to tell people things. You know, I I exist to learn from them, to hear what they have to say, to empathize, uh, to understand, uh, to embrace, you know, where 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 such a possibility exists um, and that's what I have done and in the process of this, I have learned you know a lot i've I've understood how um communication between people um even today in this in the time of communication still requires certain fundamental principles which are lacking because some things can simply not be replicated by technology. Um, It is not the role of an email to introduce courtesy. It is not the role of a WhatsApp message to introduce kindness and understanding. It is not the role of an SMS uh, facility uh, to communicate respect. Uh, These are elements of communication which we should introduce and which we cannot rely upon uh technologies to take care of for us um but that's only a, a one element to you know to the many things that um you know we have learned or i have learned and i am continuing to learn uh from the people with whom i communicate and what is fascinating is to to know that there so many problems are are quite similar um and you know seeing where these differences come together, um, how some people have managed to find solutions to them, and then to share those solutions with others, uh, to help others to reach the, I wouldn't say the promised land, but the goals um, that they had set for them. Uh, You know, we don't always have to struggle to learn. You know, sometimes learning something easily ...also allows us to learn. It doesn't always have to be difficult. Um, and this is one issue... ...which I truly believe... ...is that there are greater levels... ...of frustration in society... ...than we actually know. People are far more unhappy... ...than we allow ourselves... ...to acknowledge. It's not simply a question... ...of people being angry. Um, you know, If you see somebody... You know, ...at a train station... Beating up a coffee machine, it's not because the machine has swallowed 20 cents. I cannot imagine that that is the only reason that person has chosen to kick, elbow, and headbutt an inanimate object. There has to be something more. Anxiety, stress, stress, excuse me, depression, these are common factors in the world in which we live today. And under the current circumstances of Corona, the the temporary incidence that is Corona, which amplifies um, these debilitating psychological conditions, um, needs to be addressed. Perhaps in, in different ways. Because there are consequences. So even though corona is a temporary situation, the what comes after corona has not yet been analyzed enough because there, there will be some kind of reckoning. People who for a, almost a year have lived in isolation um, with restrictions that were not there by choice, um, uh, thrown into situations where uh, there was a, a lack of privacy, uh, a lack of mobility, uh, a lack of choice, um, liberty in some ways, some cases as well. Uh, and then, of course, the more extreme situations where uh, people have been um, verbally or physically abused, um, where they have not felt their their rights as a human being uh, listened to and taken care of. Um, yeah, these are even more severe issues, which uh, which will um, show themselves at far greater length after Corona has come and gone. So that that tells me we have to do something, and one of the questions which, uh, for me at the moment, remains unanswered is where is the post-Covid planning? This is, this is something which has sort of come up in one or two of the podcasts when I spoke with Annie, when I spoke with Alvaro, um, you know, the role of society, um, that we shouldn't necessarily rely upon the government to, to take a lead in everything. Um, we have to plan for the day we emerge from our homes. Um, and that day of re-emergence... Um, is something which should be celebrated Um, it would suggest that we have managed to overcome another hurdle in the development and evolution of humanity Um, but there needs to be a plan in place because uh, everybody keeps telling us about or a lot of people keep saying it Corona or COVID-19 is an opportunity for the economy, for social issues and for political issues uh, to be reset. However, for that to happen, we need to engage. We need to do something. There has to be a kind of collective um, activity, a participatory program. Uh, which allows us to highlight the individual requirements of our communities and societies, because not everywhere is the same, uh, and to come up with plans, to come up with um, remedies, to come up with um, actions and tasks, which can be divided among the participant uh, elements of you know, of each team, of each group. Um, and then thereafter, we can see what emerges. Communication has to be developed between households, between families, uh, between individuals, uh, so so that we can really highlight that which is missing. Um, And for this to occur, we really need to start uh, thinking collectively. Uh, We have to formulate localized teams uh, and we have to give our communities the proactive goal of designing what comes next. Uh, This is not uh, in any way a a politically motivated suggestion. Um, This isn't uh, some kind of a game. I'm not trying to play politics. Uh, I'm trying to suggest that we as individuals have a role to play in the defining of our community. Political systems are mirages. We are lost wanderers in the desert. and I think sometimes we we expect so much from these systems that they don't deliver. We expect them to deliver, but they don't. They themselves are not in a position to deliver, even if they promise that they will deliver, but they cannot. So we have to Go to the you know, the natural stream, that watering hole, not the mirage. Feel the water flow through our fingers, quench our thirst. But we have to realize that this is a spring, which must be shared with our communities, with our uh, fellow members of society. We have to be realistic. We have to be appreciative we have to listen. And if there is any specific goal from these podcasts, it is to encourage people to listen. Thank you. Take care.